Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I want to share a strength training follow-up that came in from YouTube from a guy named David Paul, who was commenting on the Matt Bickford podcast that we did. So I want to share his perspective. I thought there were some interesting threads and similar things that Matt said that are big... I don't know what I want to call them, big pillars of what I'm going to do when I'm in the gym. I did my first lifting session this morning, and then I'm going to share some follow-up thoughts. And then just to preface this, there have been a bunch of questions, especially after we created the Discord channel of people who are like, hey, I'm not an athlete. I love what you guys are doing. How can I support the community? And literally, if you listen to the podcast... If you are on iTunes and could leave us a five-star review with a quick blurb of why you think this is a worthwhile podcast for other people to listen to, that would be so greatly appreciated. I cannot tell you. I would love to see us have 100 reviews. I think we're just over 50. Let's get to 100. If you're listening on Spotify, if you follow us, and if you can just you know give that heart symbol to some of the episodes that you like, and share them, that is huge. That's all that we ask. Everything is going to stay free for a really long time. I don't see us ever charging for stuff like this. This is kind of our goal. Okay, to the follow-up from David. David, thanks for this email. I'm really going to just read back what he put in here because it is dense, and he clearly has a lot of experience in the gym. It's another perspective, which is exactly what Evoke Bike is doing, sharing our perspective. We are not the Bible. We are not for the people. We are the people. We're always learning, trying to get better. So on Saturday, David said, hey, Brendan, I'll try to give you a brief outline of how I incorporate strength training into a cycling program to get maximal benefit with minimal interruption, i.e. recovery, soreness, and injury. Now that's huge. First line, Matt Bigford's talking about that, managing fatigue, fatigue management. A little background about myself. I've been a competitive cyclist for the past 26 years. I actually started in college after a knee injury from football. I've raced mountain, road, CX, and gravel. As a former football player, I completely quit lifting in high school and college and have can. I completed, oh, sorry. I completed quite a bit of lifting. I'm like, why did he quit lifting when he was a football player? I completed quite a bit of lifting in high school and college and have continued for all of the years I've been cycling on and off. I worked as, as a certified strength and conditioning coach, personal trainer, phys ed teacher, and track and field coach for the past 24 years. So this guy has seen a lot. I'm a bigger cyclist, 185 pounds, so it's crucial for me to maintain my abilities and training time by incorporating strength training into my overall training plan. Otherwise, I would struggle more than I normally do, especially on hilly terrain. Also, from the overall health standpoint, it's just really good to keep your body strong, injury-free, and more resistance to fatigue. Here's what works best for me. We got six bullet points. Number one, proper warm-up, including pre-lifting muscle engagement like a light cardio, yoga, band work. Hip flexors, glutes, hamstrings, and lower back are the targets. Number two, learn proper lifting technique posture, engagement of core, and then learn the Olympic lifts or dynamic lifts with kettlebells. Number three, progressive overload. It's a basic principle of lifting, but that includes volume and complexity of exercises, not just increasing the weight every session or week. Example, try doing goblet squats on a BOSU ball, smiley face. This is exactly what Matt was talking about. If you go and do an endurance ride at 240 on Saturday, 
for four hours? Do you try and do it at 250 for four hours the next weekend? No. Same thing with lifting. And that was the error that I made in the program of always adding weight. And I also was trying to act like I was an Olympic bodybuilder, you know, started seeing more muscle, started getting shredded, got addicted to that, that, that look. And, uh, you know, it might've been being just North of Miami by the beach, but (laughs) you know, got to remember that strength training is secondary to cycling and that's the focus. And also, you know, I had a conversation with a super talented athlete. We're going to go on a tangent here. We were new working together and through the aerobic work, stuff that he needed, like we were doing some longer tempo, doing some longer over-unders. He didn't mention until months later that he was like gritting his teeth to finish these. Now, over-unders are tough, but when we're going through the early winter months, you're training and you want some structure and it keeps you on keeps you on track for becoming a more aerobic well-performing cyclist, but you don't want to be banging your head against the wall. There's going to be some tough sessions, but it's not like VO2 max tough, or they shouldn't seem that tough. You know, it's less is more at that point. It's really focused on the consistency and the volume and frequency of training. Number four, back to David, break down strength training into essential exercises that will maximize your time and energy, 45 minutes max. Number five, incorporate complex training. So the idea behind this is to complete near maximal lifts, about four to eight reps of squat, deadlift, leg press, and then move into plyo exercises. Or in the case of a cyclist who does not want to incur additional recovery time that comes with these exercises, perform a dynamic lift such as kettlebell swings with a moderate weight but high explosive movement. The combination stimulates maximal fiber recruitment and in my opinion is more specific to cycling. I'm going to come back to this point because I don't totally agree with this, but I also have a question on it. Number six, on shorter sprint power cycling training days, try incorporating a truncated lifting program before riding. This will stimulate your fast twitch fibers and also teach you to produce power with form while in a fatigue state. Start easy and short. This is the potentiation that we talked about with Ashton Lambie and with Chris Delasega. So if you haven't listened to those two podcasts, cue those up next. Those were phenomenal. And they've re- received a ton of great comments. Um, okay, he said, I try to lift one to two days a week, occasionally three. On heavier days, I never go so heavy that my form or speed of movement puts me in a place where I may injure myself and one day is more circuit type with little rest in between. That's interesting. And I actually asked Matt in the Discord, if you're not in it, you should join it. What is his recommended rest interval when we're doing RPE lifting? I'm curious on that. Key exercises, trap bar deadlift, kettlebell swing. Shout out to Bodo who does a ton of these. Hang cleans to overhead press or single arm kettlebell push presses. Number five, single leg squat with a squat, squat, squatting. Who's going squatting? Single leg squat with foot on bench, lunges, or step ups. I'm actually going to do step ups on Thursday. I've never really done those. Goblet squats, sometimes on a Bosu ball. I'm going to wait until I'm in my routine for that one. Single leg, single leg RDLs with a kettlebell. Medium ball slams. I like those actually. 
Renegade Row. That's a token upper body exercise, he says. Hit Bridge. And... Oh, by the way, I enjoy your podcast as you approach it from a very, very cerebral point of view and also relate to real world amateur cyclists like myself who are serious racers but also have a life outside of cycling. You're not allowed to have a life outside of cycling. No, I'm just kidding. Um, thank you for that compliment. I truly appreciate this in-depth other point of view. My reply back to him, and maybe I'll make a follow-up if you guys enjoy this podcast, he highlighted the volume besides just adding weight, you know, volume is also more complex exercises. Really interesting way to look at it. I mentioned him, I do struggle getting just 45 minutes in. I get in the gym, I'm getting pumped and I wanna stay there like an hour and a half and I'm really gonna try and focus my lifts and that will reduce the fatigue. And then number five, the one I said I was gonna come back to, complex training. When we talk about lifting being more applicable to cycling, I wonder, does that steer us away though from the first comment of lifting for overall health? Because I can get enough fast twitch training on the bike that I need. I'm not doing squats for max sprint power and I don't want too much of that. Read my anaerobic blog of why. And more anaerobic power is not always better if you're trying to become an aerobic athlete. So I was curious on his thoughts for that. And then I pointed him to the Ashton Lambie and Chris De La Sega podcast about potentiation. And I don't even know what a hang clean is. So I told him I'd look this up and that I'd make this a podcast. And I don't know where he's from, but I was curious because if you heard before, I was chatting with someone from Shanghai in the Discord, and it blows my mind that we're talking to athletes from all over the world. Truly just love this community. There's 220 plus cyclists in there. Uh, It's a great way to talk to other people about your training, racing, what are your questions, get motivation. And I haven't said this on the podcast recently. How can we help you out? What can we do as Evoke Bike to just make this a better community? We are all ears and we are listening and we just want to, I don't know, we want to see you get faster. It's super fun to see improvement and I hope you have a great rest of the week. I'm talking slowly because there was something else that I was going to mention and quite frankly, I can't forget it. And uh, last congrats to Adam Law for winning the Hello Blue CBD giveaway on Discord. Adam's getting some chamois creams, some chugs, some of their Advantage capsules. And if you don't know what those are, check out their website, hellobluecbd.com. Brendan15 is the code if you want to try stuff and get a discount, and they might throw free stuff in there for you. That's all I got for you. Share the podcast. Have a great day. Let's get it.